ZM Sealed Section. Where you can ask whatever you want. Who are we to judge? Thanks to New Zealand On Air. Is it normal for girls to have one breast a little bit bigger than the other, but mine is literally like a lemon and a massive orange? <laughs> um, the very short answer to that is absolutely yes. Um, it is normal for people to have not completely symmetrical breasts, either size or sort of height or just kind of how they're shaped, and that is completely normal. If you've got a notable difference, so it's like a cup size or more, um, then, you know, you might want to go to the doctor and just see what's going on there. And also if it's, you know, so much of our identity is about how we look and how we feel about ourselves. And if you are not feeling okay about that, then go and go and have a conversation with someone about that. And the best place to start in that situation would be talking to your GP. And depending on the age and your developmental stage um, of your um, breast development and of your going through puberty and things like that, that can even out somewhat and even quite reasonable differences can even out. And I guess it's also um, the the most annoying thing would also be if they are different cup sizes as well. The amount of money that you'd be spending on bras as your as your breasts do develop and all that kind of stuff and how uncomfortable those bras would be and it could be a, um, a self-confidence thing that might let you down too which is something that you like would never be fun so it's just talking through that and you know figuring out the best way to sort it out for you yeah absolutely and don't make any sort of harsh or rash decisions too quickly like just because time can often sort of sort things out or it might not actually become an issue for you but if you are not feeling okay about it then have a talk to somebody and honestly a really good place to start is mum or you know your auntie or whatever who like a woman that you feel comfortable with yeah I think it's important to remember too that your worth isn't in your body. No. Um, you are beautiful and talented and I mean I assume you are. <laughs> um, you're someone who's amazing and you've got all of these great gifts and strengths um, and you can contribute to the world regardless of what your body looks like. Yeah. Oh, I love Thank that. You. And I guess at the end of the day it's you know, it's not for anybody else to judge you on or anything either. Yeah, so yeah. absolutely. ZM Sealed Section. Where you can ask whatever you want. Hey guys, so I'm 17 years old and I work in a fast food restaurant eating fast food three times a day, five days a week. And I'm getting sick of it, but I just can't stop. What should I do? Wow, that is quite a lot of fast food. That is a a lot. And sort of some of the research said that you should probably only eat fast food about once a month, but there are different types of fast food and that sort of thing. Now that there's healthy versions. So it does get quite tricky. Um, But if you're talking about, you know, fried and salted and that sort of fast food, eating that three times a day, it it is really addictive and it becomes really, really Moorish. And some of the Yes, receptors in your gut that tell you that you're full kind of don't switch on quite quick enough. And it's really, really calorie-dense food and often low-fibre and high-calorie food. So you're not getting all the gut nutrition that you need to kind of make sure you've got all the right gut enzymes and bacteria growing in your gut that keep us healthy. And you're not probably not getting enough fruit and veggies to kind of eat that. That could, that could cause things like 
bad skin, all those kinds yeah. of things. That Co- constipation, it yeah. can cause um, fatty livers and things like that. You've got youth on the side, which is great. You're 17 years old. One of the things, if you're in the habit of working there and eating there, one of the things you could focus on is maybe just making sure you're eating five plus fruit and veggies a day. Because if you make sure you're eating five kind of handfuls of vegetable or fruit each day, then you're going to be kind of pushing some of those options of the, the takeaway kind of fast food out the door. And that's going to, so instead of saying don't eat the fast food, focused on the food that you need to eat to give you the right kind of nutrition and energy. So making sure you are eating kind of different fruits and veggies from that have got different colours. And What about food prepping the night before? Because it sounds like maybe because you're at work all the time and it's convenient because you're there, you are just eating that food and you've, you know, growing to really, oh. really like it. So get in the habit of pre- potentially prepping the night before once you get home from work. Or I was just thinking how much your environment shapes you. Yes. Our environments shape us incredibly. And if you're spending heaps and heaps of time around this food, then you're going to be more likely to crave it. And so maybe, like you're saying, Georgia, pre- preparing your food in advance or even just getting out of the restaurant on your lunch break. Just get away from the food. Go for a walk instead and, you know, chow yeah. down on your smoothie that you've brought with you or or your semis or uh, whatever you're yeah. into. <laughs> your yeah. leftovers from the night before. But get a, like change your environment so that you're not just craving that thing that you've been eating the whole time. And, I mean, look, if like I used to take a whole capskin to school and eat it. Like straight eat the capskin. And everyone was like, it. that like is an apple. so... Yeah, everyone was like, that is so weird. But I tell you what... You grow to love it. You grow to love them. And then you just don't care. You just want to... But capsicums are really, really sweet and juicy. They are really, really yummy food. And not a vitamin C too, eh? Yeah. yeah, they've got a crunch where you feel like you could be eating a fry, but you're not. ZM Sealed Section. I've struggled with depression for about five years now and I thought I was doing okay, but lately I've had thoughts of harming myself um they've come back and i'm not too sure how to deal with it anymore i'm feeling hopeless and like i'm constantly letting people down that sounds um like you're in a really tricky sort of space at the moment and thanks so much for kind of taking the time to put that question in because often people are managing and dealing with depression for a long period of time and it can feel like you're working to manage your depression and how things are going and then you get some speed wobbles and feeling potentially isolated or that the skills that you've been utilizing previously are no longer working for you so really really good that you've managed to sort of put yourself out there and ask for some help there's some really good numbers to and people to talk so through Lifeline, you can contact them on 0800 543 354. And for people that feeling are listening tonight and are feeling at risk and feeling that they might harm themselves in some way, there's a suicide line as well, which is 0508 828 And have those, put those numbers down, save them in your phone and just have that awareness that you are not alone and a depression is really really difficult to manage because it's not a constant as your life changes as challenges come up um 
it, it can become more difficult to manage and you might need some more support and some more skills. And that support is out there for you so that you can kind of add those skills to your kitty to help man, to help you manage it. And that can come in the form of um, like physical support of people, medication and other forms of support as well. And you mentioned there about you are feeling hopeless and like you're constantly letting people down. And I just want to say that in... I know that feeling sometimes as well and that you just have to rem- remind yourself that these are usually internal thoughts that we overthink ourselves more than yeah. more than they're actual, actually happening or what people are thinking about us. Yeah. So it's maybe talking to somebody that you trust and, you know, that has maybe knows what you're going through and just telling them and asking them whether this is something that you're just thinking internally or whether yeah. this is actually what's going on and they might be able to help you and maybe if you trust them to be with you through this process as well, that might be a good thing too. Yeah, and also having that awareness that the people that are around you and that you care about might not have the skills that you need but they might be there to support you and to find those people that you need because it it is really difficult and tricky to kind of develop those sort of skills within yourself yeah definitely definitely talk to get some professional help like maybe start with one of these helplines um but be chatting with the people around you as well um talk to talk to a teacher talk to a parent talk to a close friend um someone who can help you to get the help that you need zm sealed section so i'm a socially awkward 16 year old and i like my co-worker that i worked with today but don't know how to make a move on them in person or on social media i haven't added them on anything um so it makes it a bit more difficult can you please help me out here you want help. It sounds like you want help asking out someone that you're working with and you've got a bit of a crush on them. Classic. <laughs> I, um, man, we, we were discussing this and we were like, actually, it sounds like you've already got a sweet in, which is the fact that you guys work together. So maybe, um, maybe trying to see if you could switch around your shifts so to that work you with could them more yeah, yeah so you could work with them a little bit more that's a good idea um because man when you're at work you can kind of just chat as you go um you can you know ask them how their day was ask them what they're getting up to in the weekend just that kind of general chit chat is probably i reckon the best way to start a relationship and if you're finding it a bit hard because you did say that um you think that you're socially awkward in here maybe it's um talking in a group situation so there's more of you than just the two of you definitely i think that some of the best dates that you can go on is is when you're hanging out with lots of people so maybe and maybe you could organize some kind of work do some kind of group hangout or go to the movies or something or yeah and just keeping it simple you know you're working together just saying you know if you're both finishing at the same time saying shall we go get a drink together do you want to which way are you walking and walk together so you have a little bit of an opportunity to have some one-on-one communication with them to kind of gauge where they're at as well yeah and it is quite scary for everybody kind of making that first move as well and it's fun it is, it fun, is fun though yeah it's because so yeah. Fun. it makes it once you get over that first hurdle that first conversation you you know if, if nothing comes of it in terms of a, of a relationship you might get a good friendship out of it and then that's yeah. it, one more person that's helped you get over um you know your fear of starting these conversations i think that's really cool that you messaged in and thank you so much for that zm sealed section where you can ask whatever you want